Hi, listeners. I hope you're all having a good week and hanging in there. I know we are in the middle of some stressful and uncertain times. I do welcome you, though, to Season 3 of Look to See Me, a podcast that invites you to look closer at the lives of people around you and to take time to hear their stories. I'm Chris Peppel, and today I'm going to talk about nurses. Now, I know I'm recording this uh, during the shelter-at-home mandate in my city during this coronavirus pandemic. I want to use this podcast to thank some of the people who are selflessly working to help bring the crisis to an end and who are working to help ease the suffering of all who are ill at this time. I'm also going to talk about some of the famous nurses in United States history. But first, let's look at today's nurses. During this pandemic, we realize how valuable nurses and doctors are to our society. And really, they sacrifice so much for our well-being. They care for children getting vaccines during well-child checkups. They care for children dying from cancer. They care for our elderly citizens. They clean up after sick patients. They take temperature and other vitals at all hours, even when we complain about the care. And they reassure parents. They try to keep worried families updated. They do so more, so much more than just the basic care. They do all of this while still taking care of themselves and their own families. So we all owe a debt to all of the caregivers and service workers and doctors and nurses providing hope in this pandemic. I'm just going to highlight a few specific examples of today's nurses giving back. I know there are so many more examples that I could put in this, and I'm sure your community could add thousands of examples to this podcast. And really, I challenge you to do that. On your social media sites, thank a nurse. Put a positive story out there where you see nurses that are sacrificing so much. Spread their stories. The first shout out that I'm going to give is actually to a nursing student who understands what her fellow nurses are facing. As a senior nursing student at LSU Health New Orleans, Christina Rigtrink decided she needed to do something to help nurses on the front lines of the pandemic crisis. She and her mother realized that medical supplies were in short supply across the country. Hundreds of healthcare workers are testing positive for coronavirus because they can't get the masks, gloves, and other items they need to stay safe while treating others. So these two women decided to make a difference. They started organizing ways to collect supplies and get them into the hands of the people who needed them the most. They gathered unused face masks, disposable gloves, and surgical gowns that were just sitting unused in other locations and are really needed today to protect medical workers from catching and spreading the disease. As the word is spread around social media, even more people are donating the supplies needed to keep our nurses and healthcare workers safe. So this nursing student really stepped up when needed and found a way to get supplies into the hands of other people. On March 22nd, New Jersey issued a specific call for help. They needed nurses to help care for the patients flooding in to their healthcare facilities. The New Jersey State Nurses Association answered the call. Their CEO, Judy Schmidt, said, We will do our part to swiftly contain the COVID-19 by caring for every patient, no matter the sacrifice. Within one day, they had recruited more than 470 additional nurses uh, who had been retired for less than five years. 
Other states are taking similar measures. Nurses who have retired are stepping back into the workforce for the greater good of our citizens. Eileen McStay, a registered nurse at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York City, and many, many others like her are worried about protecting their families. McStay decided to send her kids to stay with their father during the crisis, and she doesn't let friends come visit her because she could have possibly been exposed to the virus by patients at work. So she works long shifts, then she goes home to an empty apartment with no one to nurture or care for her. It's a choice that so many of our nurses around the nation are making every day. But nurses have been making sacrifices throughout the history of our nation. Let's look at some of the nurses who have made a difference in the past. Many of us have read about the nurse Claire Barton when we were in school. I think I read her biography maybe as early as third or fourth grade. Her life is certainly worthy to be discussed. Here, though, I want to talk about one of her relatives, her aunt, Martha Ballard. Ballard was born in 1734 and died in 1812. She was an American midwife who also worked as a nurse and a herbal healer. She worked for 27 years as a caregiver in a pioneering community in Maine. Now, during that time, Ballard is thought to have delivered 816 babies and treated numerous ailing residents in a time when people often died due to lack of health care. What's fascinating about Ballard is that not only did she step up to serve in an area that really needed the help, but she also kept detail, detailed medical records on her patients. This was at a time where many doctors didn't even do that. Through her diaries and her writings, Ballard still gives us valuable information about the history of medical work in her day. For example, in an August 1787 entry, Ballard writes about traveling from house to house to care for children with scarlet fever, which is a form of strep infection. While she was serving others, she recorded every detail about their name, their age, and about the herbal remedies that she used. Thanks to her service, many people survived what could have killed them without care. And thanks to her writings, we have a glimpse at very early medical records from the beginnings of our nation. Let's talk about Dorothea Dix for a minute. She didn't start her working life as a nurse. She was first a teacher and an administrator for a private school in New England. During the Civil War, however, she saw a greater need. She switched from teaching and administrating to becoming a nurse. She volunteered for the Union Army and helped recruit other women to the nursing field. Dix eventually served as a superintendent of Army nurses for the entire Union Army. Now, Dix became known for many things, but there were three things that really stood out to me when I was reading about her life that I wanted to point out here. First is she treated both Union and Confederate soldiers. Dix did not discriminate when it came to helping others. She saw the greater need, and she worked to help anyone who came before her. Second is that she pushed for formal training and more opportunities for women nurses. She saw the valuable role nurses played in the healthcare field, and she fought for the training that they needed to succeed. And thirdly, Dix also fought for mental health care improvements. She devoted time to advocate for better treatment and care of patients suffering from mental illnesses. She eventually helped found a total of 32 institutions in the United States dedicated solely to the treatment of mental health illnesses. Okay, just a little aside here. 
Did you know that First Lady Mary Todd Lincoln and poet Walt Whitman also volunteered as nurses during the Civil War? They stepped up in a time of need. Now, I'm mentioning them here because they did much more than just volunteer. Mary Todd Lincoln actually realized the value of the trained professional nurses and pushed for the organization of an actual nursing corps. After visiting his brother, who had been wounded, Whitman signed up to be a nurse at the Battle Zone in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and he volunteered in this capacity for three years. Some of his most famous poems are about his time as a nurse. Okay, so now I want to talk about Mary C. Cole. She nursed during a different time period. She nursed wounded soldiers during the Crimean War. She actually set up what was known as the British Hotel behind the lines during the war. Now, she and Florence Nightingale were working during the same time period. C. Cole, born in Jamaica, applied to the war office to officially work as a nurse during the war. She was turned down, though, both times that she applied, and she, along with historians who study her life, wonder how much a role racism played since C. Cole was a mixed race. She was born to a Scottish father and a Jamaican mother. But being turned down didn't stop her at all. She used her own resources to open a facility to nurse wounded officers and servicemen. She was posthumously awarded the Jamaican Order of Merit in 1991, and in 2004, she was voted the greatest Black Briton. Her autobiography, Wonderful Adventures of Mrs. Seacole in Many Lands, was published in 1857 and is one of the earliest biographies of a mixed-race woman. It also details her work as a nurse and her challenges in working to overcome racism in this field. So nurses have a long history of stepping up in times of need. They have worked tirelessly to ease suffering, help heal the sick, and mend the wounds of both soldiers and civilians. They have left a legacy of heroism and determination and self-sacrificing work. Our challenge for the week, thank a nurse. Okay, really make sure they get their supplies that they need. Uh, write to your senators, your congressmen, anybody that you can to help make sure that our nurses are taken care of during this period. But on a personal level also, thank someone. Mail a card. Send a text. Call in an order to a local restaurant and have food delivered to their home or to their work if they're allowed to have it delivered there. Remember that there are people in this world that work without much recognition. If you're a nurse, I thank you sincerely for all of your work that you're doing. I pray that you stay well during this pandemic and that your families stay safe. Hang in there, nurses. Know that we appreciate all that you do. I'm doing my part and I'm following their requests for people to stay at home. My kids are taking their college classes from home. We've canceled our social activities and I'm working from home. Thank you for listening to this episode of Look to See Me. I hope you tune in again soon for another episode. Stay safe and stay well.